0: Well, a good corps and get all cheers for King Folchoiro of Claire. Got the Orson Octron. I'm going to share remitten down on a henster mavan kale sieve in. Got an made short the osne. Could you have a soul that it's The course is she Hil on hill May I say dear friends, what a great pleasure. It is for Sabina and I to welcome you all to Orson Octron today. And, you know, I was listening to Andy Pollock there, and he spoke about the importance of harmony. Harmony is the title, I think, that Prince Charles gave to his magnificent book, which drew our attention to the importance of symmetry with nature. He was about 40 years ahead of his time on that particular argument. I am um, so pleased that you were all able to uh, to to come here. The garden parties, the seven garden parties we run during the summer, are opportunities for engaging with people from different experiences, and uh, they celebrate different themes of all for, uh, in connection to all of the things that are happening on this island. But this is a very very special one because, indeed, as you have heard, it was one that has been running for some time. It's an opportunity for all of us, north and south, east and west, eh, to come together and celebrate and recognize, as we would say in Irish, Tur- Tur- Tuh- recognize the importance of friendship, solidarity, compassion. And whether it is in the world of commerce, or public service, or through community groups, faith organizations, trade unions, academia civic organizations, I just want to join with Andy in saying it is wonderful to see so many people here today representing and reflecting the diversity of Northern Ireland. I mentioned friendship. I think Aristotle is giving advice to his son Nicomachus once said, The ethics of friendship make a demand that is greater than the ethics of justice, insofar as you can't calculate, if you like, what is required in the ethics of friendship. And friendship is so important. It is something that requires uh, work, but also it is something that comes not from reason alone, but as what I have said in some of my speeches, it comes from a music of the heart. I have, indeed, uh, want to say how much I welcome members of the Coramila community who played such an important part with their colleagues in Green Cree in the promotion of peace and reconciliation on our island. I remember I visited Coramila in 2016 to a seminar entitled Living Well Together Beyond 2016. And there I spoke about giving meaning to big words like reconciliation. And I think what I spoke about that time, I think, was I had a rather pretentious title of remembering, forgiving, forgetting, and then I added on and imagining as well. Because if I was drawing on uh, Paul Ricard and the French philosopher and Richard Carney and particularly Hannah Arendt uh, to deal with remembering, forgiving, and forgetting. I also felt that the whole purpose if there is an essential part in Anna Arendt's work, it is that you must take any event of the past and make sure that it doesn't have the capacity to rob you of living if well in the present and more importantly imagining a future. And these were topics I returned to recently when I had the privilege of giving the Harry Halkery Lecture in Queen's University Belfast. But before I travelled to Belfast at the Honor of visiting uh, Tyrone and Derry and witnessing the community and the uh, that, uh, that is so full of animation and sustains Northern Ireland. And there, as one encounters a sense of place and geography and tradition. And I maybe surprised some people by pointing out that 50% of the Presbyterians at one stage spoke the Irish language as their first language, and I spoke to people about Charlotte, Brooke and others, pointing out that language itself, and particularly the Irish language and Scots Gaelic, and you add them all together, I think at a certain stage until about 1900, they're about one-fifth of all of the languages spoken in, in, in our, both in the United Kingdom and Ireland. I think that reminder, that visit reminded me of the diverse traditions on our island, but more importantly about the shared heritage and history, what one draws from, the way that places are described and the names given to things that are intimate in terms of culture and song and music and dance and sports and language. And all of that is made possible by the work of people like yourselves. Words lack reconciliation, and even greater words that are written in formal documents such as peace agreements, Belfast agreements, they have to be turned into the practical, lived experience, hopes and prospects of people who transact their lives in every day. At Drumra, the birthplace of the Bard of Ulster, William Forbes Marshall, a renowned linguist, poet, scholar and Presbyterian minister, I attended the opening of New Grounds, of the Drumrah Sarsfields GA Club, a sign of the growing strength of Gaelic games and, of course, football in Tyrone. And I can't possibly, as President of Ireland, speak about one county rather than another. But in a kind of fortunate symmetry on that visit, I visited the wonderful Ulster American Foot Park, which owes so much work to the work of William Forbes Marshall, in recovering the experiences and telling the story of all those who sailed from Ulster to North America in the 18th century. And really, when I was a very young academic studying migration for the first time, I remember looking at all those letters from the very early South Ulster, North Munster migrations to Canada and the United States. But at Queen's, what I added that extra word on, uh, beyond remembering, forgetting and forgiving, uh, the word Imagining. And what I meant about that is that the Good Friday Agreement that's referred to 20 years ago is a set of possibilities, as we would put it in Irish, all the endless possibilities of the future. And I think what good is that, and why you are so welcome here, and you will always be welcome here, well and beyond any garden parties or anything else, is that peace is something that isn't just a static stage. It is something that is an experience that is walked through, uh, uh, requiring effort. And it's too easy to say, I spoke it in the Harry Halkry lecture, to say, you must put yourself in the shoes of the other Someone once said that one of the reasons for putting herself in the shoes of the other is to run away with them. But uh, you could, not in fact, actually uh, say that I think what is very important is to be able to say that one is deepened and enriched uh, by, in fact, being able to put yourself into the thinking of another person. And it really gets to a very practical point when you can anticipate the fears of the other and reveal the fears that oneself has. I know that Northern Ireland is continuing to operate without an executive. I think I described it in Belfast as saying it is as if the agreement in some respects has been moved to a siding. And we must all work together to get it from that siding. But I think the work of going on, uh, I think it is you keeping it all going you are in fact actually saving the space and saving the time and saving the prospects and the hopes for the future and i think what we will what we aspire to is an open generous inclusive society on this island internationally we're all challenged It's quite frightening to think that in the 250 years of a particular kind of connection between industry, economy and society, we have put a four and a half billion year old planet into danger. We're challenged by climate change, it requires a global response. We have to live differently if we have to live sustainably. And all of that is all part, if you like, of living and creating the conditions of peace. And the task of building a shared future Never comes to a halt. And in your workplaces, I was speaking at the International Labour Organisation in Geneva recently, and I said I wanted to pay a particular tribute to the trade union movement in, in, Ireland, in Northern Ireland in particular, who t- took such a wonderful stand always against sectarianism. But to all the organisations who have concentrated on what can be done together uh, rather than what divides, I pay tribute. I think it's work that goes on. Thankfully, it's work that can, if you like, go on in the temporary absence of an executive. (coughs) But I think that all of you know how different the conditions of peace are from the conditions of conflict. What's required there as well, it isn't only a matter, you know, if there is a history in Europe, sometimes when we're speaking about the future of union and the European Union, and we speak about other issues in many ways... Uh, all that is important in the end is a generous approach to inclusivity of community in the widest sense, and we will need that now. I think uh, the United Kingdom leaving the European Union is decision with people like myself uh, uh, makes, makes, makes us sad. but whatever I do want to say this, whatever however the outcome is handled. We still have to work and deepen, and it will not threaten for even a second, the warm relations that have been built up east, west, north and south. When Queen Elizabeth visited here, this house here, and spoke, and when I returned and visited in 2000, just after, very soon after my election as president, I couldn't begin to tell you all the different events we have shared together, whether it is in, in, in all the different spaces and places where people from both of our peoples lost their lives in World War one we've shared these events together and we will share more but what is even more important is that we stay understanding each other through all the circumstances of Brexit and beyond your work you will have laid great foundations in community understanding and you'll have understanding the ties that bind us I sometimes think we don't even put enough attention into the things that uh, we have in common. I mentioned the Irish language, which belongs to all of us, and Irish language is part of the same family's language as Scots, Gaelic, and Welsh, and Breton. all of those other things. All of these things, in a way, the the reasons for looking uh, at the past... I took David Reif's book, and I said, well, maybe the problem is is that... uh, people aren't forgetting enough amnesia is not the answer at all it is much so much morally superior i think to actually transact the past and to transact the past with generosity in a way that will release us into the future together i've spoken enough uh, it was the rain that did that to me and I was just saying, therefore, I was just thinking of of, of that of, of Chris Christopherson. I'm praying for rain in California so the grapes will grow and we can have more wine. I said, I'm not praying for rain in Norris and Oktron because we already have the wine. But I do hope that you enjoy yourself here. I do want to thank Andy Pollock uh, who has made such a contribution uh, to understanding of all the possibilities that I've been describing for cross-border and cross-community cooperation and continues to do so. I so want to thank the Deaf Choir for Girls from St Mary's School for Deaf Girls in Cabra, and their director, Shirley Higgins. Together, of course, with our sign interpreter, Pauline McMahon, Mila Buickis Pauline, may I also thank Mary Kelly who have just heard Sean Keane, Rosina Flatage, Garot King, Connell Duffy, Rebecca, Katrina, and their father, Mr Atkinson, and the Havana Club Trio, and Muchas Gracias El Trio, who have provided such magnificent entertainment throughout the afternoon. And Sabine and I have Very much looking forward to the performances of Benedict Morris and the four of us in a few moments. All of these performance are fit performers uh, are able to perform so well because we have an incredible, incomparable master of sound, D. Rogers and his men. There he is, there he is taking a bow over there. At enormous expense, both years in advance. On your behalf and my own, I want to salute the hard work and the good humor of all of the, this uh, in this space of organic cooking that we have everything here. I want to thank our own staff uh, here in Oris and Uthron. I want to thank the Civil Defence and our friends, in John of Gods who help us with the invitations, the Defence Forces, and our Gashka volunteers for all of their assistance. I know that you appear to be enjoying us at this great afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your time. I'm rather sorry that my strong representations in relation to the weather uh, fell on uh, deaf ears, but we must keep our faith. And I'd enjoy the rest of the time. Milibuikas, thank you once again for coming to join us and enjoy enjoy your day. But as I say to you, just don't enjoy today. You will always be welcome here. Come often. And in fact I look forward very much to my own visits to the different varieties and wonders that are there that we share together on this island. Milibuikas, thank you.